five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized Podcast is back. I'm Ross. That's Barry. I'm How very, you doing? I'm Barry. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, I'm doing good, Ross. I'm doing good. The last, the last two shows went pretty well, actually, so... Yeah, there was massive uptake on the Casey Neistat uh, story slash talk that he did slash meeting that we had with him. It was pretty insane to me. It's one of those stories that you sort of tell people and they were like, no way. Yeah. No, my sister, she's over in Australia right now and she was asking how did you get on what you say to him and what was he like? Yeah. And it was like, it was like meeting a cartoon character in real life. That's actually a very good yeah, way of putting yeah. it because it's something you just see on TV all the time. Or, well, YouTube, whatever you want to call it. And it's just like, there he is. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. It's almost like, wow, you're real. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't seem real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, it got really, really good traction. So, uh, if you're listening to this one and haven't listened to Case Nights, that one, go listen to it. Give it a thumbs up. And if you like us, <laughs> maybe give us a review on iTunes. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So okay. what's what's going on today's show? By the way, this is a football show. If yeah, anyone yeah. didn't know, yeah, okay. <laughs> it should say it in the title. <laughs> okay, first of all, if you're new to the Energized podcast, welcome. And if you're back for more Energized action, welcome back. Okay, on that's to like the- my creepy game show host. That voice. was that was. Creepy. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> on today's football show, we're going to be talking about the PFA Team of the Year and the Player of the Year nominees. And then we're also going to discuss Arsene Wenger finally leaving Arsenal. Ven- hashtag Wenger out. It is, it is finally hashtag Wenger out, yeah. And we're going to finish off with all the Champions League talk because the Champions League semi-finals are this week. And maybe we might talk about the Premier League and the FA Cup as well. Yeah, we'll add a bit of, bit of everything. The domestic. Domestic. English football. Yeah. Uh, there's nowhere to really start apart from Manchester City winning the league. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Um, right, I think we have to, I think we have uh, a couple of points to make on this one. So first of all, by far the best team this season. They won the league about three or four months ago. It was yeah, over. As soon was, as they got a, what, 12-point gap, I think it was, they sort of stayed between, I'd say anywhere as high as 18 to maybe as low as 11 points in the league. Or in the lead in the league, hasn't it? It was yeah. yeah well, sure. The all the top managers sort of conceded the league, mm. and everyone knew that they had to change their direction on concentrate more on the Champions League, Europa League, or FA Cup. Yeah. So look, City won the league. They were incredible this year. When we get to team of the league or team of the year later, you'll see how many players they had in there, and they're phenomenal. Um, I've two of two questions to ask you on this one. Okay. Question number one. Mm. What do you make out of the Manchester United Twitter account congratulating Man City win the league? Um, well, we all know City ended up winning the league because Man U lost at home to West Brom and were coming last. Uh, funny fact was, one of our mates was there with one of the lads and his granddad and they lost. So yeah. the, the, I Don't, don't think, bring your granddad again, will yeah, you? Yeah, don't bring your granddad to that. But um, I thought... I thought it was it was fine. I thought it was fine. Like realistically, you can tell by the social media in Manchester United that it's definitely not a guy running it. Yeah, but I think it was for I, for me with that it was one way or another. It was either you can take one way. You can take a oh, real classy act, congratulating the other team, win the league, 
where you look again like here look where's Ashford losing to the worst team in the Premier League 1-0 in Old Trafford and your first move is to congratulate the other team win the league when we actually hand them the trophy mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that would have been a classier move if see just won enough games that there was no games left that you know he couldn't win you know his maximum points from the games remaining then they couldn't win the league I just thought after losing West Brom 1-0 putting on an sh- absolute terrible performance for me that's not the opportunity you take to congratulate someone else you just handed them a trophy so yeah. I was against it in that terms well then like if you're reading into it and like there's no point in reading into it too much because it's only a tweet but they must it, it could have been like passive not not passive aggressive but more like oh congratulations on winning because we ruined it yeah, yeah maybe but I don't see that but I don't think that yeah but that's reading into it too and much then, and in terms of what you're saying uh, social media could be run by a girl it might not necessarily be run by a girl but uh, it's definitely run by someone who's like not a diehard Manchester United fan no, yeah, no way. I feel like it's run by someone who's like the job is to do social media and yeah. I understand what you're saying it's a place, what appears to be someone who doesn't like football because yeah. it's the person who runs the Manchester United social media was an avid Spurs fan even. You know what I mean? They know, like, Spurs wouldn't go well down to Arsenal and win the league. Did, uh, yeah, but the thing is, I don't think either of us know who... Like, did Spurs send a message, uh, a tweet out that time, minute or did Arsenal or Chelsea, did they all send tweets out being like, congratulations, Man City? I don't, I don't think anyone else did. I think we would have seen it if they did. I don't think we would have because it's Manchester United. I know, yeah, but I feel like I feel like it would have went if there was a tweet out from each club in the league there would have been some article with all the tweets with the teams congratulating them and I just never saw that Yeah, but it doesn't sell if Bournemouth say congratulations you know what I mean? Because no one cares but when it's Manchester United I feel like there should almost be some sort of website that you go on Sky Sports or something like that and then like you see like the social media for the week or social media for the day and you click on it and you see like the top like 20 tweets of football in the day or something True, yeah yeah, but that's all. That's all ahead. Yeah, I mean that's all ahead. But bringing it back to whoever's in charge at Manchester United Twitter, um, they they probably could have waited a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, especially looking at that video that Manchester City put out, which is that was the next thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that, well, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, if you haven't seen the video Manchester City put out after they won the league, it was the most embarrassing thing I've I've ever seen a football team do. Like it was, you know what? It screamed, "We have no fans." That's what it screamed. It, they have no fans. Yeah. Um, they just have a lot of money. But the, the thing is, seeing that video, it was actually so embarrassing that if you know that I had done that, I'd probably contemplate not scoring them anymore. Yeah, it's like, if you won the leagues, clap your hands. If you support Man City, clap your hands. If you're not a fan of Man City and you want to make a video, stomp your feet. It's like, What? It was the worst video I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Was, yeah. You're actually looking at me in pure disgust right now for even trying to sing it. Oh, well, I wasn't, wasn't <laughs> going to start singing it. But I mean, I know it was just. I was like, "What are they doing?" And not even the the full team was there. It was, yeah, it was like, like Aguero and the kids. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was just so stupid. And it, but like the thing is, it's taken away what the actual what the fans actually want. Like Noel Gallagher yeah. and Liam Gallagher, or one of the Gallagher brothers, could have made a song for them yeah. in the league. Like a jingle. 100%. Like why didn't they do that? They would have been. They would have said yes straight away. Or even if they did, like, um, what's the song that they sing? Blue Moon. Like if they're walking down the stadium singing Blue Moon and then show them lifting the trophy at the end, you'd be a little bit like, all right, grand. Yeah. Like that's their song or something like that. You know what I mean? If, like if Man United were going to do it, you could definitely see like the fans walking down, glory, glory, Man United, and then like the lift the trophy at the end. You know what I mean? It wouldn't just be like a nursery rhyme. That was the thing. It was a yeah. nursery rhyme. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm just sitting there going, 
what is that? I'm not even bitter about it. I'm just more so no. like, what is that? No. And it's almost like they made the video and they were like, this is going to be the sweet spot when the league. This would be better than lifting the trophy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and the thing is, that video was definitely made like a, a week beforehand or two weeks, maybe even three or four weeks. Oh, before. yeah. 100%. So people had time to look at that and be like, yeah, that's no, the, that is just not a good idea. At least four people approved that. Yeah. At least four, yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe it. That was just so... It was so bad and they got a hiding for that. So, I mean, at least everyone else won off that. But that even brings it back to... Man- whoever runs Manchester City's social media is obviously not a football fan as well. No. Because that was just embarrassing. They would have been better off getting all the Manchester City players, right? But whoever played the season. And they all read the same sort of script. Being yeah. like, like Being like, we want to thank the fans. It's done a big collage of like... Mm. And it, like you saying we and then... And then obviously yeah, yeah. Want, and then it keeps yeah. going around in a circle saying we want to thank the fans and just change his yeah. faces like something yeah. really cool like that not like such a cringy state of that like whoever yeah. sports Manchester City was not was not proud of seeing that and no. if you were there's something definitely wrong with you I could, you could even look back the way Man United started making the videos I think the original one was Pogba when he got yeah. his own back which which blew up the whole entire internet because it was so slick yeah and like unbelievably creative mm-hmm. uh, from Nike and Manchester United, obviously. And then uh, people mocked the piano playing from Sanchez being like, that's the best thing he's done since he came to United. And I would agree in, uh, with that until the weekend we've just yeah. had. But uh, that was that was, that was was a bit creative as well. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be like, that was amazing. Yeah, but like, well, it, was, it was different anyway. It was, you, it was different. You, it was worth watching and like, yeah. you discussed it. Yeah, and it blew up on the internet yeah. as well. Yeah, there's other ones that were just like... I think Kolarov moved to Roma and they, they were like, oh, we want to do a video where you do all this and this and he was just like, no, in the video and then that was the end of the video as well. Actually, that rings a bell, yeah. I remember Rudiger had one which was yeah. shit. Oh, it was like the, the jersey, the name on the jersey yeah. or something, wasn't it? Yeah, and then like some of the like Hearts and Hibs, I think they've done, made a few signings and made a bit of a joke out yeah. so it, it it comes across better but Man, if Man City win the league again next year, they will not be doing a video like that. No. And Yeah, so um, cringe sandwich. Yeah. So, uh, but at the end of the day, fair play to Man City win the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we should move into the PFA team of the year. Let us know if you think that video was cringy. Like, yeah. that was just... That was just... And it wasn't even the proper players. It's like giving a guard yeah. of honour to a team... To remember when United... Oh, when Ferguson won it and he had, like, Dunk. Fabio and Dunk Feng Zhao and... Yeah. And other players that don't exist anymore. Yeah. 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 Luke, he gave Luke Chadwick a game just to have him do the run out. Luke Chadwick. So, team of the year, um, it starts off with David De Gea and goals. Yeah. Um, look, I don't think there's going to be any arguments from either of us. Um, me and Barry have discussed the team. He's the only player from Manchester United to get in the team, which in some ways makes sense. And then otherwise, as you almost think it's a bit bizarre that the team who finished second in the league, I know the league's not over yet, it's a few games ago, but more than likely they're going to finish second in the league, only have one player in the entire team of the year, and it's the goalkeeper. Uh, chose just how good he is. He was the best goalkeeper in the league this year. Um, the only person you could maybe even question if you want to make an argument for is maybe Ederson, but I don't. I think it's clear cut that De Gea was the best goalkeeper in the league this year. Yeah, most clean sheets. And that's where always the just, the benchmark. He's proved he's the best goalkeeper in the world and possibly the best goalkeeper ever. Yeah, and uh, you can throw random names out, but like everyone who's mm. played against Manchester United mm. has witnessed the game and make a world-class save. And yeah. you've been, and that, that fan watching against United has been like, oh my God, if we had him as our keeper, he'd be mm. world-class as well. So like the game without a doubt. Although like, I'm not really surprised only one player from Man United got in the team of the year, but yeah. 
like it's typical like the PFA well, first, the PFA aren't fans of Mourinho or United yeah. so they're not they probably really it probably like broke their heart to put the gay in in fairness we'll go through the rest of the team and see do we fit someone in somewhere yeah well this is where I'm getting yeah. to we'll start at left back uh, Marcus Alonso from Chelsea I, I feel like he's getting in this team because he played well last year I'm not even joking and you know I'm a massive Alonso fan I think he's very very good and yeah. I do think he's one of the best uh, players in the league this year but Chelsea are finishing what fifth and they're been very hit and miss in the league this year. I wouldn't say Alonso's been a standout for them. Um, no, he scored like six goals or something. I feel like you could have had Delph, Young, Ben Davies all ahead of him yep. and no one would have questioned it. And especially Ashley Young this year. That, I thought that, was actually that's brilliant. Why, that's why I went straight to left back, not right mm. back. Because Ashley Young like what, broke back into the England squad as yeah. well. And who's there? Danny Rose is, is there as well. So Danny, yeah. Danny Rose, Ryan Bertrand. Ryan Bertrand, yeah. yeah. Who's been good. As, well, well I mean, Sam's been terrible. Well, but when like, they get yeah. relegated, he's going to be taken by one of the top 10 teams. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think in terms of left back, they were stuck for someone and they picked Alonso. It was probably the easiest choice to make. But I think I was watching the debate, I think it was, and they were just like, where are they getting Alonso from? Yeah, they, they were appalled that Alonso was selected. Because yeah. yeah. Chelsea haven't been that good this year. And no. Alonso... Fairness, he's probably been one of their top five players, but that doesn't say a lot for the team finishing fifth. Who would you put in there? I'd probably put in Ashley Young for So would I. But is that being biased? Because your man know. on the debate was a Liverpool fan. Yeah. And he was going nuts. It should be Robertson. Actually, in fairness, Robertson is a great shout as well, but I feel like Ashley Young's probably paid 30 games this exactly, year. Exactly, yeah. Germany, but, and Robertson's paid 20. Yeah. Fairness, if it was who's paid the best, who's the best left back in the league for the last 10 games, I'd say Robertson. Yeah. But who's been the best left back for the entire season? I'd say Ashley Young. The entire season, there's yeah. 38 games in, in yeah. the entire season, it has to be at least 28. Yeah, I think you have to get 25, play 25 games again, team of the season, in my opinion. Over half, anyway. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like realistically, to be like the best in your position, and if you want to chop between a fellow who's played 18 games and a fellow who's played 30 games, it's like, if, you, if you're tossing a coin, pick the fellow who's played 30 games, he's been consistent the entire time. There you go. Yeah, that's why I go Ashley Young as well. Just And also, like, Manchester United would probably, with playing quote-unquote uh, or like two wingers at uh, left back and right back I think between themselves and Man City they've conceded the least goals in the Premier League this year yeah that's the thing yeah so like that's they're not conceding yeah then um, centre backs Nicholas Odomendi and Jan Vertonghen um, I feel like this is an opportunity where you could almost fit anyone in here that's the thing as yeah. in yeah. You know, no, one, no, one, no one was um, mm. no one was Played it over 30 games and was unbelievable. No, I don't believe that. I feel like for the first 20 games of the season, John Stones was brilliant for City. Yeah. I feel for the last 20 games, Adam Mendy was brilliant for City. Yeah. Um, Toby Alderweireld was brilliant before he got injured. Um, yeah. Van Dijk was brilliant once he moved to Liverpool. Uh, Eric Boy was good when he was fit. Like, all these players are, like, quite decent when they're fit. But I don't think anyone played, put their hand up and goes, lads, I played 28 games and I was top quality for all of them. For me... Otamendi's probably I think is the most deserving out of all the defenders I agree with got that. It. I agree and he isn't but I don't think I would have picked for Tongan because I don't think he actually stood out to me at any stage I always thought maybe Sanchez or Alderweireld was the better of the two centre half of Spurs all I, no, I 100% agree with that there, there's even a show for Harry Maguire or a man mm. Tarakowski yeah I thought Tarakowski I'd almost say Tarakowski considering how good a season Burnley have had and he's he's in contention to go to the World Cup and also Burnley are closing in on Arsenal and clearly a team like Burnley to do that well, their defence has to be impeccable. 
And there's another person who was unreal this year as well as Nick Pope, who was in goal for them. And he might be on the show for a uh, flight to England as well. True. So, like, that Burnley defence is solid. He took the position off Tom Heaton, who was in the, the, the three go- top goalkeepers in England as well. Yeah. So, like, I, I think... I would probably say Tarakovsky. And I feel like he's going to be bought by someone ahead of them in the, in the next year. He's, like, six for four as well. Yeah, him and Harry Kane are going to be... Or Harry Maguire. Oh, sorry, Harry Maguire are, are going to be people that... Are, people are going to be sniffing mm. around them, you know? Yeah. For for me, Harry Maguire was brilliant as well for Leicester this year. Yeah. And, like, obviously, when I say brilliant for Leicester, if they did the same job for Man City, were, like, solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because they're, they're standouts for their side, I'd probably say Tarakovsky, or whatever way you say his name. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah, I think he's I think he's originally Russian or else Polish, and then he has he moved to England. Yeah. But he's English. Yeah, so he basically played for England anyway, broke into England's one. He was also in, like, the top three of all the, the blocks and interceptions and mm. tackles. In yeah. England. So I, I would have picked him and Otamendi. Otamendi yeah. has looked very composed in the last 20 games. So Yeah, and then, like, and then Vertonghen, like, I don't ever remember, like, I feel like when Toby Aldevero went, I was like, right, the, like, their season won't go well now. And it didn't really, you know. Yeah. Solidly fourth. Yeah. So, and then Kyle Walker right back. Um. Look, fair play to Kyle Walker. He actually made a seamless transition from Spurs to City. He's been yeah. absolutely phenomenal all year. Um, he has been the best right back in the league. He might be the best right back in the world. Yeah, he's Pep, Jack Jackwood. Pep knows how to use him because he's almost he's the English version of Danny Alves. Yeah, like, per, without, well, perfectly put, yeah, like without scoring the Brazilian goals. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like up and down, up and down, yeah. bullet. And hmm. when Pep Guardiola makes that phone call, being like, "Kyle Walker, do you want to join the team?" Kyle Walker's like, "Hold on, he made Danny Alves world class." Yeah. So he's, also he's offered me double wages. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, sure. You, look, you put it this way. You spend 50-odd million on wing-backs and they won the league, so it worked out for them. Is there anyone else at right-back who you thought had a good year? I think I think he was too good. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't even think there's a debate that he would no. got to put it. Do you think anyone else at right-back no. like, played well this year? No. I think Valencia would have been better last year. Not as, he yeah. wasn't as good this year. Um... It was a trippy A at Spurs. I still like, quit isn't he? Like, I, f- I, f- I feel like the other ones are like, if Cole Walker's a 10, the others are like 7 8, like trippy A, Trent Alexander Arnold. He looks like he could be very good in the future. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised he wasn't up for young player of the year, but we'll get to that later. And then, like, Valencia, I thought we're all quite decent this year, but no, no one like put their hand up okay. in, to challenge Cole Walker. Right, well, then uh, in the midfield, this is, this probably go a lot faster. Uh, Christian Eriksen, Kevin De Bruyne, and David Silva. Right, well, we start with the two City boys, I think. Um, look, they were the focal point of that team winning the league this year. As much as Sterling, Sané, Aguero uh, like stole the limelight with the goals or whatever, those two are creative geniuses in midfield. Two magicians, yeah. I, th- I think they're probably the two best midfielders in the league, they're, hands down. Yeah, they're like, the way Barcelona had Xavi and Iniesta, they're yeah. the... Silva and De Bruyne. Yeah. They're um, more attacking. They're oh, just, just brilliant together. Just so in tandem. That, that genius level. They're just on that same shoestring. And it only takes one of them to have a decent game and City become very, very difficult to beat. Yeah. And then it, Christian Eriksen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian Eriksen, again, stand out for Spurs. Had to stand up a few times when Kane was out injured. Um, look, Eriksen's a beautiful footballer. We all saw what he did to Ireland as well. Now, I know that doesn't count for the PFA Awards, but... Like, <laughs> I mean, he scored a hat trick against Ireland as well. He's just one of these people who's a beautiful footballer. He seems great for dead ball. Yeah, he seems to just love the game and not care. Like he's never yeah. in the the head like the headlines. The headlines yeah. for fucking getting 
acting the bollocks, you know? Mm. Yeah, look, I think it's very, very solid choice for the three. A model there... professional. Yeah. Um, Ericsson, obviously, very good. If you're going to take anyone out, it'd probably be Ericsson. Mm. But who would you put in? There's talks about Fernandinho. Um, there's also talks of Flaney as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, for me, Fernandinho was brilliant this year. Like, he really sat back and did his defensive duties and, like, let the others get on with their jobs. Yeah. Like, someone needs to be the ying to Silva and De Bruyne's yang. And he did that. He sat back. He let them go do the stuff they need to do. And he's, like, quite humble about doing the job as well. Kept Kondogan out of the team as well. Yeah, who's also stages, brilliant. Who's, who's yeah. done some crazy shit in the past. Um... I'm trying to think of other seven midfielders who are good. at Dembele had some very good games this year. He was maybe like an unspoken hero for Spurs at certain stages. He like he also did that job of like sitting back and getting them on the front foot. What about um, um Kante was again good for Chelsea this year. Obviously the rest of the Chelsea team probably wasn't good enough. And then I suppose What about would you would you consider Son in that position as well? See, I would more consider him an attacker. And once you consider oh, no, him an attacker, well then like he's competing against your Salas and Keynes you know what I mean and then once you compete for those additions it's much harder for them to get there it's only because I know who the attackers are I yeah. know I know everyone yeah. does but, um, what about and then, it's mad if like Pogba could actually play if Pogba C- played the way he played against City in the second half yeah. for 90 minutes every week he'd probably be player of the year I might just know he'd be competing for the title oh, yeah. do, do you think Pogba would be in the player the, the team of the year next year like realistically if you're well there's only three positions that's yeah. supposedly you know what I mean like realistically if you have to rank where Pogba is probably in best midfielders in the Premier League you probably easy in top 10 you could probably argue for top f- 5 or 6 so therefore if there's only three positions he almost has a 50-50 chance of getting it next year like it's kind of hard to say will he be better or more effective than De Bruyne Silva or Eriksen next year it's like at the moment I'd probably say no but if he did do it, would I be surprised? Not really either. True. Yeah. I think when you look at it that way, that's the way you yeah. sort of look at it. If we if we win the league next year, he'll have to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, look, we Chris, we basically Chris agree with them, don't we? It's like yeah. if they took out Christian Eriksen and put in Fernandinho, you wouldn't have bad annoyed no. it either. I don't think I don't think Eriksen would have been the first person to come to mind as well to be like, oh, he should have been in there instead. Yeah. It's funny how they don't do subs. Fernandinho would obviously be there, but uh, <laughs> up front we have Salah. Harry Kane and Aguero. Um, this is actually the first time Aguero's ever been in the Premier League team of the year. Mm. Um, Harry Kane, I was about to say, his top goal scorer, but he's top goal scoring striker in the yeah. league. Uh, Mo Salah, player of the year, and Aguero. Yeah, look, I think it's actually quite funny that the first time Aguero actually gets in team of the year, he's the only one person you can probably doubt whether they should be there or not. Um, look, Mo Salah, top goal scorer this year, player of the year, brilliant. Harry Kane, Probably the best striker in the league. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, for me, I probably wouldn't have had Aguero in there. I probably would have had Sané. Or I might have even had Firmino. I think Firmino has been brilliant this year. Well, yeah. You could even put Sterling in the, yeah. that, that conversation as well. Yeah. No, 100%. I just think with Sterling, sometimes he gets given the sitter and he misses it. And it's, yeah. just, it's so like... It's just that... He's missing that touch of class that so I think someone like Sané or someone like Firmino does have. Like, for me, I was doing, like, the no-look goals, you know what I mean? It's very close, the, yeah. yeah. Like, realistically, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not going to get in a heated argument. If someone's like, it has to be Aguero, and, like, we're, like, throwing the bleeding toys out of the problem, like, fine, it can be Aguero. Well, they are but the top three goal scorers as I, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's... Sort of the facts are the facts. And, like, yeah. when you're picking who you want up front, you want the people who are going to score the goals, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so, then. like... 
there's no, there's, no, works. Yeah, there's, there's more of a conversation for the defenders rather yeah. than the, uh, the forwards or even the midfield the midfield sort of picks itself really but uh, overall where would that team come in the league would they win it yeah they just have to I was, I was, well, I was with the game and goal and Harry Kane and Salah and Aguero although, although it's sort of looking like they, they, they've no defensive midfielder it's been, uh, <laughs> once, once the ball goes past the halfway line there's no tracking back true yeah um, we can't move on from the PFA team of the year without looking at the, the player of the year the player of the year yeah so we basically had uh, we had Mo Salah winning uh, player of the year this year yeah other did. candidates were um, Kevin De Bruyne David Silva Leo Rossani off Man City Harry Kane and David De Gea um, there was only one winner this year wasn't there yeah. I, d- I think De Bruyne and Salah sort of pushed each other a bit yeah um, then I, d- I, t- I think the massive transition from who actually really deserves it mm. came into the Champions League two matches where Salah produced with along with Liverpool and Man City didn't. So that uh, then I was like, Do you know what, Salah is just he's been class. The, uh, the both of them have been world yeah. class, but he was just it, he did it in the bigger game when there was yeah. a two one on one. You know what I mean? Like you can't be like, oh, this person's better than that person if they've never mm. played each other. So. When they played each other, Salah was better on the day, and then that sort of just that was the, the knockout punch I thought. And he's now also the top goal scorer ever in the Premier League as well. If if you were to rank them in terms of which way you perceive the voting to go, where would you rank them? Oh, six. Yeah. Oh, you see, like you don't know because like the gayest place you know that, and like everyone's like an ABU. Yeah, but if if I was to rank them, I'd probably go Salah one, yeah, De Bruyne two, yeah. I'd say Harry Kane three because it's an English league. Yeah, then I'd probably say Silva four, De Gea five, and then Sané six. Yeah, I'd agree with that actually. Yeah, it's it's just more so I was looking at going. Look, at the end of the day, Salah scored like thirty one Premier League goals. He's clearly going to get a De Bruyne led City to the title. Then you have Harry Kane's English striker, and then you have Silva's magician, and then. Everyone thinks Kay is the best goalkeeper in the world, but yeah. then again, people are. It's, a bit, it's almost a bit weird if a goalkeeper wins player of the year. Yeah, true, yeah. The, also, in the last, isn't it? I sent a photo earlier, there was like in the last six years, is it? Yeah. Gay has been in the player. The, the Nominated. Go- no, he's been the goalkeeper of the oh, year. Oh, goalkeeper of the year, yeah. In five of the last six years. Yeah, I think only. Was it Czech, was it? No, Courtois. Even Courtois, Czech, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those two. Oh, ahead of him. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Salah, is he going to keep this up? What do you think? Well, he doesn't look like he's stopping anytime soon, one way or the other. So when he goes, uh, when he goes through, and he just chips it over keeper, it's so delicate. Yeah, and, yeah. The, the, like he wasn't taught that. He just that that is just what he does. Yeah. it's like how do you eat your cereal? It's just like this. He just does that, and yeah, you can't lose that. You know what I mean? Mm. Whereas like Sterling goes through one on one and fucking shits a brick and then mills it over the bar. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, he's, yeah he, so calm. Sterling actually almost like a middle, which is probably not a good thing to do. He was like, oh, I was against United and I got excited and I missed. Yeah. And then like, that's he went, not went, so- yeah, he said he went too fast and then yeah. in his next match against Spurs, he took too much time and missed. Like that's not really, I don't think that's really a great thing to be saying when you're like trying to get start yeah. 11 for the England yeah. lineup in the World Cup. He has, you know to, I mean? he has to just live in the moment. Like yeah. Messi is just pure in the moment. And when I saw Salah score that goal against Man City in, in the Anfield, I was like, I was like, that is that is beyond world class. Yeah. That is something more than world mm. class. Sure, we'll we'll probably uh, do a bit more chatting about Salah now when we get to the Champions League. So chicken, prob- chicken tikka, Mo Salah. Uh, we should probably look at the young player of the year. Yeah, the young player of the year. The nominees were Harry Kane, even though I don't know how. Twenty five. Yeah, like what is that? Uh, Edison, the goalkeeper off Man City, along with Raheem Sterling and Sané. And then Manchester United's Marcus Rashford and then Sessignon from Fulham in the Championship. I didn't even know you could be the PFA player 
anything in the championship. I don't I know, know that was like that was like the first time and ever. I don't know if it was ever. Maybe it was like forty years. Or something. Yeah, 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 ages ago. Anyway, but actually, uh, I feel like was Will Hughes not nominated there one time or something? The fella who's that Wofford now it was a Derby for young player of the year. Yeah, potentially. Maybe. Okay, anyway, yeah. But um, obviously, Sane won that. I say the. I can't believe even Harry Kane was even in that. All right, well, we'll, we'll excommunicate Harry Kane because we all know how good he is and like. Yeah, but if you thought Harry Kane came third in the Player of the Year, and then I thought Sonic came sixth. Yeah, then how did he not come higher? But did Ronaldo win Player of the Year one year and not win Young Player of the Year? Did he not win a double as well? I think so. Yeah. But like, I felt like he won Player of the Year one year and didn't win Young Player of the Year one year. I don't know. I think the Young Player of the Year is voted a bit differently. Well, if you put it this way, it would have been a toss up between Sterling and Sane. Um, like it's really a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, Session doesn't play in the Premier League. Marcus Rashford ha- has only started one game in 2018, so that obviously automatically automatically nullifies yeah. him. And then Harry Kane, people were probably well, you like, could have said Ederson. Ederson's been phenomenal this year, but again, it's very hard to give to a goalkeeper. There you go. Yeah, and then for me, I think Sané was probably the outright favorite. Like the only reason I'd say he's starting with rival him because he's English. But for me, I thought Sané was definitely the best winger in the league this year, bar Mo Salah. Yeah, well. One of the Manchester City fans had to win. It's, 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 someone on United should get that haircut not named Fellaini and they'd be brilliant. The Sane one? Yeah, but the same haircut as Salah as well. Similar haircut. You oh, get that haircut in the I week. Th- I think you actually said that last time, didn't you? Yeah. If Sterling goes his out as well, that goes a bit like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, some Manchester City yeah. player had to win some sort of award. They, yeah. they won the league and they were that good. Yeah, they won the league by 16 points or something. It was like, that's to be done that way. Yeah. Uh, also, listening now, um, we're half an hour into the show. If you enjoy the show, make sure to give it a like or even give us a shout out on Instagram. We'll shout you out again. But now we're going to move into Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Uh, Ross Cowell's favourite manager at Bar, Alex Ferguson, is is decided to hang up his coat. <laughs> well of, said, well yeah, said. At the end of the year. Um, it's really weird because people have constantly had a laugh or, or people have gotten frustrated about like Wenger and Wenger out and they're so passionate about it especially Arsenal fans and then all other fans watching Arsenal Fan TV this is, was this was the, the making of Arsenal Fan TV yeah. Wenger and Wenger out and now he's decided to leave and now it's it's real yeah I think one thing that was very made public was Arsenal fans slating Wenger and then he's retiring and then those exact same people being like such a legend yeah. he meant so much to us uh, and I think it's just one of those things where you have to actually stand by your convictions when you make a statement so detriment to the club you have to like stay with it that's why I'd never be like Mourinho out because if he goes and wins a trophy then I'm like I love Mourinho so yeah sometimes with Mourinho I get frustrated as well but I'm never Mourinho out it's, and I think people are, were almost quick to jump on the Arsenal Wenger bandwagon to Wenger out it's been happening for years though. It's been coming for years. Um, I think I think with Wenger, you had a 22-year reign and you sort of cut it in half. And his first 11 years, he's one of the most successful managers England's ever seen. Yeah. And the second half is so like blasé. I think he's won maybe four or five trophies in the last 11 years. Well, they became a selling club and Arsenal were also mm. a bit behind the times in paying, team, paying players big money as well. Yeah. The, the likes of Fabregas, Van Persie, Henri... You know yeah, I mean? if you if you look at what happened with Arsenal, although apparently when Wenger or when Arsenal moved from Highbury to the Emirates, the bank wouldn't sign off the loan deal unless Arsenal Wenger was going to stay manager for the time being there because he wanted the club to go into collapse. 
I'm sure that that suited the the owners. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, but the owners sometimes. treat Arsenal like a business as well. Oh, they do. Yeah, the, the fans have much hatred towards the more hatred towards the owners than they ever did yeah. towards Wenger. If you if you look also through Arsenal Wenger's tenure, the way he had that like such a like hard man's team from like Seaman, Winterburn, Dixon, Tony Adams, Martin Keown to Vieira, Petit, Petit Overmars. You know what I mean? Even Grimandi. Yeah. yeah. Ray Parder even gets stuck in. And then, like, obviously Henri, and then you had Ian Burkamp. Roy, Ian Wright. Like, these are, like, actual men. You know yeah. what I mean? When people, when we, when we were growing up, I was looking at these lads, and I was like, these are men, and they're getting stuck in, and they, they don't mind losing a tooth for the, sa- for the sake of the team. Yeah. And now you look at the Arsenal team now, and it... There's no bite in the team. It's... It's... the. the I don't know. It's just it's just not even the same game. It's a, it's a very like pansyish team. Isn't I was going to say I was going to say fairies. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say fairies. It's real. Like I feel like I feel like now if we were going to get hired, they'd be like the lads are called them fairies. Yeah, yeah, but it's like <laughs> like check wears a helmet. Yeah, like, Bellerine's yeah. like got his long hair. He's, like, yeah, tell the fans don't don't slag us lads. Yeah, um, he's doing modelling as well. Yeah, like Montreal's there and it's like he doesn't have anything to him. Kachelny, like you could say, like all right, he's a big sort of tough enough strong guy. Well, um, he is a centre back. Yeah, I mean, that's like um, asking is a boxer tough. Yeah, and then like Mustafi is like he shows up one game, he's world class, and he shows up the next game, and he looks like he hasn't yeah. kicked the ball in ten years. Then even Murtazaker, he said he doesn't even want to play again for the rest yeah. of the year because he's afraid to go on the pitch and get abused. Uh, Which, then, like, I mean, yeah, I, I can I can understand, but I mean, I think I'd go on the pitch for eighty grand a week to get yeah. abused for half an hour, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Murtazaker, yeah, maybe but, a half yeah, an hour. yeah, but even the midfields way, Shaka, you know, I mean, the El like, like who the hell is El Nene like you know I mean like what are they doing I don't think any of this, the, the, who on the Arsenal team right now and obviously Wenger's bought all these players yeah. who on the Arsenal team in the starting 11 will be written down in the history books that our kids will go dad who uh, tell me about ex footballers so tell me about Henri they won't like they won't be like dad tell me about tell me about <laughs> tell me about El, 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 El Nene it's <laughs> <laughs> um, like right they thought he was Fellaini, right? <laughs> no, I think I think um, <laughs> I think the only person who actually has a bit of something to them who could actually be a quote unquote Arsenal legend is maybe even Jack Wilshere. If he gets back yeah. fit, sign him to a new deal. Is he going to stay he, though? I think it sort of boils down to who the next Arsenal manager is. But his contract will run out before Arsenal have a new manager. Yeah, he won't so, be going to the World Cup with no team. Yeah, that would be very strange for someone to start in the England midfield with no team. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, look at the players I have now, right? Fingers bought everyone. Mm. Obama Yang. I think, like, I mean, I've seen him. I think he is good. I think yeah. he's he potential to play for any team, really. Uh, especially with that pace. Lacazette. I, I think he's a bit overrated. Yeah, but I think, I think he's gonna score at least fifteen goals a year, and like he plays. I don't, I don't think that whoever, whatever manager comes in we'll get into that now in a minute but whatever manager comes in they're not gonna be like Lacazette is my starting striker. Yeah, but not, I feel like, yeah, but I feel like they might play the two of them. Not many teams do that. I know, yeah, but... In fairness, if you actually like get Arsenal's best 11 players on the pitch, you probably have Lacazette and Aubameyang both on. Well, it's not, it's, not, it's not a bad sub because yeah. he also won't be going to the World Cup of France, so he's no. probably like, right, I'm not like a superstar. Right, so you have Ozil. Oh, yeah. Um, you have Wilshire and Ramsey. I'm trying to actually think of like who, who, who who's even left. Oh, yeah, Mkhitaryan as well. Uh, like, they have decent attackers. They need yeah. to buy on the defensive side Czech's out the door Ospina's out the door Mertzacker's out the door Mustafi World Cup winner like has been mucked this year Koscielny <laughs> uh, I actually think is decent like I'd stick with Koscielny Bellerin like if someone offers decent money from him in Spain and they want him I'd probably let him go because 
I think defensively he's not good enough to play Premier League football. Can I just put this in a contrast, right? You'd almost you're basically saying you'd almost kick out ten, probably more Arsenal players, right? Yeah. In contrast to Man City, how many Man City players in that squad would you kick out? Probably not even you probably couldn't even name five. And like your man I'm, like I'm, I'm Zin, dr- yeah, but your man like Zinchenko does not count because no, he's not like the left back. Yeah, I'll probably actually keep him as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, he looks like Kevin De Bruyne. It's good enough. Like yeah, you could you, put, you could do like yeah, yeah, Torre obviously. Yeah, you know. yeah, pro- like Re- probably Re- about four players maybe. Like you probably I'll get rid of Bravo. Yeah, because like he's definitely on a lot of money. Um, what do you mean? There's, there's, yeah, there's not a lot of dead weight there. Yeah. All right, Grant. So we go yeah. back, you can go back to my Arsenal anyway, can't you? So uh, it's not. It's, it's like. Even like like Callum Chambers is still there, you know what I mean? And I'm just looking at all these players like if Callum Chambers moved to Swansea, I don't I wouldn't be guaranteed to get him his game. They're too you know? nice, even and like, then a like would he get his game like, if he was at Swansea, he wouldn't like stand out being like one of Swansea's better players, you know what I mean? No. They have too many and they have a few young fellas who look like they're cool coming through, like Maitland Niles and Reese Nielsen or whatever his name is. I've seen them play a few games when Arsene Wenger's given a chance and I'm like they look a bit promising. You'd be better off playing your Reese Nelson a right back who's seventeen than playing Callum Chambers who's like twenty three at this stage and never shown any more promise than he did from the first day he stepped foot in the training ground. The, the, see, the problem is with what Fenger was doing, bringing in these sort of young players to play. Right, Arsenal are already under loads of pressure, and yeah. then they're coming into the cauldron being like, "Here, you lads, like, fucking fix it, please." Yeah. You know what I mean, and then they're already under more pressure, and they're afraid to make mistakes, so therefore they make mistakes because yeah. you don't make mistakes when you're not afraid. To, well, you might, but. It'll yeah. happen less, yeah. less, less. So, all these going to away, it's playing like away matches in League One or League Two mm. and the cups and all the pressure in the smaller stadiums and people are abusing you. If you're a young lad and you're getting put under all this pressure, and you have to win. Mm. That's where most people bottle it. In fairness, I don't think the Arsenal squad as much is like is the problem that much. As in, it's more so how much money does the new manager have? Because the new manager has three hundred million spent. Now, I know it's a lot, and you're probably not going to have 300 million. But Wenger hasn't spent a lot recently. And I look at it and go, if he did have 300 million spent, like, look what City did when they bought a brand new defence. And if Arsenal bought a brand new defence, they'd be quite good. Because, yeah. like, their attackers are quite good. Yeah. I tell you, yeah, his, his ethos and style just got stale and yeah. not reinvesting in proper mm. players to come in and fix the squad just went against mm. them and it t- time just ran and out. I also feel if you actually look at that Arsenal sort of attacking lineup, the way they play, like, Mkhitaryan, Roy, Aubameyang, in, or sorry, um, Ozil in centre. It doesn't matter which of the strikers play. And you ever play left tackle, you just say you play a Wobie or you play Welbeck. You know what I mean? What defensive work rate are you getting from Ozil, Mkhitaryan, and Welbeck or a Wobie? Like, nothing. You know what I mean? So, like, you're already defending with, what, six people behind the ball and that's it. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to win the Premier League with that. That City team, like, First of all, they have the ball the entire time. But second of all, like, when they don't have the ball, they're the best pressing team in the league. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Arsenal teams, they don't get that. So, so let's see what happens to them in the next year and then there'll be a new lease of life. Although, like, prices are going up and mm. they're going to have to throw a load of money at that. Where, where would you rate Wenger in terms of Premier League managers? Is he second behind Ferguson? Well, he's won three leagues, so he'd have to be in the top ten. Is he ahead of Mourinho? Probably not. No, Mourinho's won more leagues. Yeah. Also, was like head, 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 or Mourinho only won three? I think he's won three as well. But I think Mourinho's head-to-head record against Wenger is like pretty impeccable. I don't. Mourinho must have won like four leagues, maybe. Have Chelsea won four leagues? I think they have. No, but he's probably won three. Yeah, I'd say, well, at least I'd say three he's on par with Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Then. Okay. And there's no one really else, like because 
Sidian, Sidian Blackburn. You know, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but do you know what the funny thing is? Arsenal, uh, people were moaning about Arsenal, right? Blah. And then they got to, like, what? They've won three FA Cups in the last, like, five or six years. Yeah. And Spurs haven't won anything. Yeah. But, and, yeah. but people are saying, like, Spurs are the best team yeah. in North London. Yeah. I think, so it's weird. It's just, it's I just, think Spurs have only finished ahead in the league twice over the la- last four years as well. I think it's just one of those things where yeah, but see, there's things, nothing to expect of Spurs though. Yeah, that's the thing because they've never won anything. Yeah. Whereas like, look at Leicester City. They weren't expecting to win the league and then Ranieri wins the league and then it's just like, we wanted to win the league every year and then once they don't, they're like, right, see you later. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Once you get that, once you start winning, you have you can yeah. only win. You, you can't go down. That's the standard now. Yeah. The same thing that we're comparing McGregor with Floyd Mayweather with. You get a hundred million. You're not going to go down and fight for five million again. Yeah. You're gonna, you're, you want to go and get a hundred and ten million. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, Arsene Wenger, what's the story with him after now? Where's he going to go? Or oh, I don't think he's done. Um, if things don't go well for France in the World Cup, I can see he's going to France. I wouldn't be surprised if he took an international job. But I think we're going to see Arsene Wenger's character now. Is he going to go and manage, you know, Saudi Arabia and get paid, you know, five million a year, or is he going to go? And like, I don't know, manage the German job, take the German job, or whatever next big international job comes. I don't see him doing another club job. Do you think he regrets not, not going to Real Madrid at any stage? Probably so. Because he's maybe basically even, kicked out. Maybe, you know what? Arsene Wenger could be the next England manager. That's actually not even bad shape, because they tried to get him before. And yeah, I think what people... Like, I don't think Southgate is the long-term goal in England. No. Yeah, let's see what happens, yeah. Like, if, if I actually have to guess, I think that's like a decent show for him. So we look at who may who might actually be the next RS manager. Yeah. Um I think odds on favour is Luis Enrique. And the bookies now. In fairness, we can actually have a look at this on um I think I sent you on WhatsApp photo. And I think if you wanna if you wanna actually look at it, um these odds are probably gonna change by tomorrow. How come? On who's gonna be next favourite next Ar- I feel, I feel like this is gonna fluctuate the entire time. People are gonna say things in the press and next thing you know. Arsenal will lose to Atletico in the Europa League and then Diego Simeone is going to get offered a massive contract. You know what I mean? I think that's the way it looks. All right. Um, what's it called? Unless one of the lads who supports Arsenal, sounds name's John, right? He goes, he goes, he thinks it's going to be Simeone. He goes, it's exactly what, what, he, what I've been saying. I even think he's not in the polls on Sky just to, so Sky better have nobody betting on him. Uh, I wouldn't mind Allegri or Ancelotti as second choices, but number one has to be Diego Simeone. And he says, Rodgers and Enrique have to be a joke. Interesting. Um, all right, well, we go over the five managers that were named. Um, Forehead, John. Right, Luis Enrique. I just don't see it happening, to be honest. Um, yeah, he had the great room with Barcelona. Who wouldn't? Sure, we were only saying, I don't know the name of the Barcelona's manager. It doesn't matter who their manager is, really. Their well, team's like that good. Yeah, also, Enrique came into a team that was already winning. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas this Arsenal team... Like what? What? What's expected of Arsenal now? They want to be told to win the league. I feel like they're gonna to have to back in top four and a domestic trophy. I think that's like their. That's what their goal next year. That's what like when they enter the board meetings next year. Yeah. Back in Champions League, win a domestic cup. Well, that, you see, you you, know see, you, you said it just before I read out that message. Um, it all depends. If they qualify for the Champions League, they're probably gonna get a better manager. Yeah. But if they don't qualify for the Champions League. There's going to be less, yeah. Put less it prestigious way. managers. I look at Ancelotti or Allegri. Could be on the cards. Or Tuchel, the British door manager. Could be on the cards 
if they qualify for Champions League. If they don't qualify for Champions League, you might be looking more at a Brendan Rodgers or Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Eddie Howe's been linked to the job as well. Vieira. Yeah. Right here, we look, we look over some players. Okay. So far, the favourite is Luis Enrique. Oh, I'm just not buying Luis Enrique to Arsenal. No. I don't see him standing on the sideline there next year. And that, that's the sort of way I look at it. Yeah, okay. Carlo Ancelotti. Like that, like that, no. would, be, that would be a great addition. Yeah, but like, that's, that's a... Oh, I only found out the other day. Carlo Ancelotti's only 58. Is he? Yeah, life hasn't been good to him. He's been stressed out with Barnet. Uh, yeah, his hair, his hair is like real white, but he is a bit mm. overweight, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't think Carlo Ancelotti really stays anywhere longer than three years. And I don't think you need to really steady the ship. You're looking he's, for a long-term replacement. You see, he's already managed Chelsea and he's done it twice. Yeah. So... I just don't see Ancelotti either. No, either way. He almost seems like a, a, he's above. Not that he'd be above Arsenal, but, yeah, he but it's like he's done Munich and Real Madrid and Chelsea. He wants you know a Champions mean? League team. He doesn't want to, He's not yeah. there to rebuild. He's not a rebuilder. He's no. a continue honour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well put. Pass the baton on. Joe Trumlow. No, uh, that, that would be interesting for him. There's like Ozil's there. He's obviously a big fan of Ozil. Uh, I know Mertz Sacker's leaving, but you, you can almost picture you'd, him. You'd have his eye on the young German talent anyway. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that would be a lo- and like I was going to say a lovely place, but that would be a yeah. great club for the likes of if Sané was still playing in Germany to yeah. come and grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, like you know Aubameyang very well as well because he, he clearly goes and watches the Dortmund games. Yeah. Um. The only thing is, I don't think he's ever done anything at club level. Yeah. Well, not, so not that many. Of... I only know him from like remember picking his nose and picking his arse yeah. on the sidelines for Germany. Yeah. So and like, getting caught on camera. Yeah. So I, I'd like. I I feel like Lowe could be good there, but then again, it's very easy to also manage that German side as well. Like you have like six star elevens that are world class. Well, see, also they're going to be like he's going to be concentrating to win the World Cup now with Germany. So therefore, if they get say if they got to the final, which is quite possible, he doesn't have time to be scouting other players. So yeah, we could also go just go manage Bayern Munich next season because they're going to want a new manager. No, as well. no, they've agreed on a new manager. Who again? You shouldn't ask me. He's not on this list anyway. Oh, oh is it is it the Frankfurt fellow? Is that? Yeah, yeah. So I think I saw that. Yeah, like, some, some co- random fellow from yeah. Frankfurt. I, I, I didn't know that was like a done deal. I thought that was maybe a. Yeah, that's supposed to be, Yeah, that's done. Yeah, all right. Our our, con- our Bundesliga correspondents will uh, let us know. Uh, okay, Mikel Arteta. I don't even know why he's there. This is assistant manager at Man City. Yeah, uh, I think it's because he played for Arsenal for a few years. Even though he actually spent most of his time at Everton in the Premier League, I think. <laughs> yeah. But well, look, he spent a lot of time in the treatment table in the back room. That's true. Uh, look, no, no, just no, like no Arsenal. Yeah. I don't think any for Arsenal fan would be no. like, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, like killing it up in Scotland, but who wouldn't be, you know? Yeah, I, I actually saw some twelve-year-old kid in Arsenal fan team being like, oh, I'd win the league with Celtic up there, so like, yeah. give over that. Although, and then someone goes, almost, yeah, but you almost won the league with Liverpool. It's like, yeah, you don't want somebody who's almost won the league. You want somebody who's won the league. Yeah, no, but you get, mm. I mean, we got you know they got Moisey, remember? Yeah, what What would you think if Vieira became manager? You got Arteta in as assistant manager and Henri in as a coach. Like that's a lot of sort of experience in there in coaching. I, know, I don't it, know if that's too many chefs now, but it, 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 remember people were like, "Oh, why didn't they get the the class of ninety two to do all that?" That yeah. just seems like a, you're too many people. Like they all, they all obviously have their own, and like they probably want to be managers of their own clubs. You yeah, know what I mean, so you're probably taking it away from them. like Henri's already at Belgium as well. Mm. But maybe if he was asked, he said or he'd maybe, be interested. Maybe in Vieira and Henri. Yeah, like I see that work. I should. I couldn't see it actually working out well. No, I don't know. Just Henri's a great player. I don't see him being a great coach. Yeah, maybe, but like, maybe a good like striking coach. That's what I mean. Yeah. Not a manager. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think Henri would be a very good coach. A very yeah, good, yeah. like the person yeah. who does takes the train. Man, you can see as yeah. a man, he's tries to be not. He's best mate to everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be like you can't picture him mm. being like here. Look, Jack, Jack Wilshere. We, we're not keeping you on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, I, I couldn't see him say, like we're letting you go. Yeah, uh, Allegri. 
this all comes back to if they win the Champions League or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they qualify for the Champions yeah. League, sorry. Allegri. Is he going to leave Juventus, who like win the Serie A each year, like contend for the Champions League and go to Arsenal? Like, there's a lot of talk of Allegri to Arsenal, but I just don't see it. Yeah, if so, uh, unless unless like he's getting brutal wages over at Juventus. I'm sure he is, but um, this all comes down to if they get qualified for the Champions League, which mm. is very tough because they have to beat Atletico Madrid and then yeah. win the final against was it Lazio or Salzburg. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but um, or is it, is it Marseille or Salzburg? Oh, so but, anyway, yeah. someone else. That's be Atletico Madrid over two legs. Which is the first tough task. Which is Simeone. Yeah. Why would Simeone like beat Arsenal and then go to Arsenal as well? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Uh, we have even people here like Vieira. That seems like a possibility if they don't qualify for Champions yeah. League. And then Marco Silva, who was in charge of uh, Watford, who was doing well. I just don't see that. I just don't see. I think they're gonna either go for an Arsenal legend like Vieira. Or they have to go for some very experienced who they feel like key for a few few uh, years. I think uh, and that would be. If I actually had to put money on it, who I think they they bring in. I think, I I, th- I think. See, it depends on who comes available in the summer as yeah. well. So you know this I mean? this is. I think this is going to be another Alex Ferguson thing. Whoever yeah. whoever comes in now, this is a poison chalice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, whoever comes in now is just not going to do well. So you're yeah. almost you're almost better off getting Big Sam to keep them on level for a couple like mm. two or three years and then shoot up because don't this isn't going to go like through a seamless transition. Other other manager you have is uh, Tuchel from Dortmund. Um, he's he seems to be the hot coach at the moment. Everyone seems to want him. He's looking for a manager. Uh, Simeone, like you said, is he going to go, like is he going to play them in the same final and then manage them next year? Conte, I'd be very shocked to see him leave Chelsea. To go to Arsenal. Do you know what? It's going to be Rafael Benitez. Yeah. Well, I actually think that's a great show. Because he's been in the Premier League. Because yeah. first of all, you have to be in the Premier League, right? And second of all, he's won the Champions League. Yeah, he'll steady the ship. And look how well he's done with Newcastle. Yeah. They're beating everything. So I don't know what this final score is. But yeah. Oh, no. For me, I think Rafael Benitez is a great show. Yeah. Especially if they don't qualify for the Champions League. Yeah. Because he'd go he'll, there anyway. Then he'll definitely go there. And then I think another left fielder could be Unai Emery who uh, was Sevilla manager and then PSG are going to get rid of him this year because he, he won the league by too many points. So therefore, that's what I'd go for. Yeah, if they qualify for the Champions League, that's yeah. what I think they get. Yeah. Emery, if they qualify for Champions League, if they, they don't, don't, Benitez. Because Benitez. Yeah. Benitez, they, they can just keep Benitez there for mm. a year or so and then be like, see you later, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I look at Unai Emery and go, he knows how to win. He knows how to win cup competitions and also... He plays nice football. Exactly. Like yeah. that's that's like exactly what yeah. Arsenal are looking for. Yeah, and he's won cup competitions, yeah. as you said. Yeah, let us know in the comments who you think will get the job, and don't comment after Arsenal have hired someone because that's just cheap. Yeah, you know, we know who you are. We we know who you are. We know you listen to the show as well. Uh, okay, FA Cup final now. Okay, over the weekend, you know, I beat Spurs and Chelsea beat Southampton. The FA Cup final now is going to be Chelsea versus Manchester United. Ross. Let us know what you think about the whole situation. Um, I actually think United are actually quite heavy favourites now for this. Um, after watching, you know, you go one 0 down Spurs, come back and win, and they sort of did it in emphatic fashion as well. Uh, Herrera's goal was taken very well, and yeah. Sanchez all five foot six of them, brilliant header. Yeah, that header was um, that header was world class. And like as soon as Chelsea went one 0 up against Southampton, that game was over. Like was, Southampton, yeah. Southampton are never going to come back. Scoring two, yeah, scoring two. Team, teams who's absolutely struggling scored like their strikers. What Shane Long scored what one goal all year? I think the top <laughs> goal scorer is Charlie Austin. He scored six. So yeah. th- that team is never going to come back. I just think Mourinho sort of has one over on Conte. Uh, this could be the last Chelsea. time they play, they play each other 
for, for a long time. Yeah. I have a feeling Conte is going to be getting out of the Premier League. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Conte is going to get the next decent job going in Italy. He could go back to Juventus if Allegri leaves. Yeah, um, why not? Look, I just think Mourinho has his number. And also, I look at Chelsea's team now. And if Hazard and Willian don't show up, they don't really offer a lot, do they? Well, they haven't They haven't really been showing up in the last few weeks. No. They are, they're... They're, they don't look like they're gelling as well and then maybe if they go 1-0 down they're sort of like oh we're in serious shit here mm. whereas I think United beating Spurs now they're especially the Spurs mm. being at home yeah you know they're like right we can beat Chelsea here because I think Mourinho like head head, if they had like if Mourinho and Conte like had a, like a, what's that, a staring contest yeah. each other uh, Conte would blink first and Mourinho yeah. would be like right I have this over man also now I don't know Mourinho's exact record but I feel Mourinho's record in cup finals I'd say if I had to guess, I'd say he wins like 80% of them. I'd say yeah. he wins like 8 out of 10. I just think he would. Like, I don't feel against Conte, against Wenger in a cup game or something like that, I expect him to win. Against Guardiola, not too sure. Didn't, against those, I think so. Didn't Arsenal beat Chelsea in, the, in Wembley at the beginning of the year as well? Yeah. So the last time they were there, they lost. And maybe yeah. if they played Spurs there in the league, they played. They played them in that shoot, penalty shootout with the ABB, ABB, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know they're our favourites and I'm actually happy the way they're playing Chelsea rather than playing Southampton because if we had went into that game against Southampton we'd be like, Oh, we have this already wrapped up and you know how you know what to do when they think the match is already wrapped yeah, up. Although they, they, playing, they could be playing relegated Southampton though. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like at first I'm happy against Chelsea because I'm a bit, I'm a bit more apprehensive about it and I'm a bit more Oh it's a, it's a game. You know it is a, it's game. a game. It is a game, yeah. So um expect Jesse Lingard to score the winner there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, that game Wembley. Wembley. That game is on May nineteenth on a Saturday at half five. So we're gonna quickly look at the Champions League now. We have Liverpool going to play Roma, the return of Mo Salah to Rome. Yeah, that's uh, on no it's not. It's in Anfield. Oh is it? Yeah. Okay. That's on that's on Tuesday. Uh Liverpool versus Roma. To be honest, um, I don't think Roma are going to be very... They're not going to roll over. I think a lot of people are very heavily favouring Liverpool to beat them over two legs. But Roma seems to be a well-oiled machine. They're able to beat Barcelona 3-0 in Rome. So I'm not trying to be a Liverpool hater here. But I actually sneakily fancy Roma to win over two legs. Do you? Yeah. I look at their team and go, their goalkeeper is brilliant. Manolas is brilliant in defence. Uh, the Rossi and Goyle and Struman like very good midfield yes, it, like Liverpool's attack is very good but at the end of the day I feel like Rome might be able to dominate midfield and Liverpool might not be able to get going so I just think I, I, I can't really look too far into the future into the second leg now but I think in this one I think Liverpool are going to win 2-1 at home mm. I can see the Zeko scoring from like some sort of corner or cross because yeah. I don't know if he's going to stick himself to Lovren and Lovren yeah. can turn can go asleep but, you know what I mean so but I, I think Liverpool will make the final um, so you're going Roma you're going Roma right and then uh, on Wednesday unbelievable game which it should be the final Bayern Munich versus Real Madrid Bayern Munich at home Real Madrid away what a route to the final Real Madrid are going to make for themselves yeah uh, like Juventus Bayern Munich they're probably going to be playing an easier team in the final uh, look I'm just not doubting Cristiano Ronaldo and Real Madrid they look too good they look like they can turn on against anyone especially if like Isco's on form as well and Asensio add Tony Cruz and Modric into the mix as well as Casemiro that team is just too good there's too much flair in that team and I feel Bayern Munich are probably defensively the most solid team left in the Champions League and they're probably the most structured team but at the end of the day Cristiano Ronaldo always proves to be the structured defence and 
I almost look at Spur are at um Munich and that team's getting on a bit each year in attack. Uh, you know, Robin, Ribery, even Lewandowski's, you know, he's probably reaching his prime, but yeah, if he doesn't have the fast people around them, it makes him slightly less effective as well. They still have a, they still have the pace though. But mm. uh after all that you're, you're yeah, picking go. Real Madrid. Like, yeah. You know I pick Real Madrid every single time in the Champions League. Yeah, I think this match is going to be a draw, and then who knows what's going to happen in the second leg? But I think that's going to be a draw. Uh, also, By the way, our predictions for the Champions League have been absolutely dreadful this yeah, season. Yeah. The games. I think it's going to be Real Liverpool final. Yeah, but that'll um, be the best final. Yeah, yeah that'll be on a Kiev as well. Um, on Thursday, Europa League semi-finals: Arsenal taking on Atletico Madrid. Fancy Atletico Madrid to qualify. Yeah, I think so. Okay, then Marseille versus Salzburg. Marseille seems to be hitting a bit of form, especially uh, Poye. He looks, he looks yeah. like he's really like taking that, dragging that team almost the way like Charlie Adam dragged Blackpool. Well, yeah. I don't think I relegated, but he was like the star man, you know. No, I, I sort of like look up the scores every now and then, and Marseille are scoring four and five goals against people, and I just think they're going to be far too good for that Salzburg team, and it makes it almost makes sense to see Marseille in the final. I can't wait to see. Yeah. I can't wait to see the Champions League when the music like I can't wait to see the tension going on yeah. in these couple of matches. I think we should do a quick fire for the Premier League now on the weekend. Go for it. Okay, Liverpool versus Stoke. Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. They relegate uh, Stoke. Burnley versus Brighton. Burnley. Burnley. Crystal Palace versus Leicester. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Huddersfield versus Everton. Everton. Draw. Newcastle versus West Brom. Newcastle. Newcastle. I think that's when West Brom can officially get relegated. Southampton versus Bournemouth. Southampton have to win. They have to show some sort of fight and win. Bournemouth. Uh, Swansea versus Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. I've got Chelsea as well. And then Super Sunday, West Ham versus City. 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 And then Manchester United versus Arsenal. The last Ma- one with Wenger against United. I'm going to go with Man United. I think Wenger has Mourinho, or Mourinho has Wenger's number and Man United have Arsenal's number. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what, you know they're at home as well. Yeah. And then um, Super Monday, Tottenham versus Watford. Spurs. I got Spurs as well, yeah. So just to sum up the show, we have we don't know who's gonna be next Arsenal manager. It's gonna be a media circus for the entire summer during yeah, but, the World Cup. Yeah, but it'd be like if if they don't qualify for a Champions League, Benitez. If they do, Emery. Yeah, that's who we're going for. And they're long shots in the bookies at the moment, so get your money on them if you think we're right. Uh then also yeah. fair play to Mo Salah, player of the season, fair play to City for a Officially win the league, although they did a stupid video. Yeah. And Champions League this week. Can't wait. As always, stay energized.